0: Hello hello my beautiful people. It's your girl the Damo with the Mind Your Business podcast. Where your mind should forever and always be, your business. How y'all doing? It is a beautiful Saturday morning. Um I didn't have myself a slow morning y'all, which means I just get to relax, drink my coffee, look outside and just watch the morning happen. Uh, morning time is my favorite time. So when every time I get a slow morning, when I get to really like take care of myself and shower and wash my face and I can just take my time and I don't feel rushed, woo, I relish in it. Cause y'all know you girls has been tired. School's almost over. One more week. A um, uh, uh, Track is officially over. uh uh, this evening like it just feels good to be finally winding down for the year and and really being able to get some me time and and some time to like really just like focus on things that make me happy and and that can like refill my cup from the long school year you know what I mean because woo it has been a school year but um how y'all doing How y'all doing? If you're new to the podcast, listen, listen, listen. I am really big on checking in with yourself. I'm really big on self-awareness, right? Because, like I said, your mind should be your business. You are your first priority. So you have to check in on yourself. Most of the time, we don't do that. So take this moment to check in with yourself. Ask yourself the questions. When's the last time you felt relaxed? Again, am I drinking water? That's always my favorite one. Am I taking care of my physical health, my mental health, my emotional health? When's the last time I cried? Check in with yourself and see where you are right now and and, and figure out what you need to fill in you. Because I feel like most of the time we get so stressed and then we don't know how to recover or we don't know how to pour back into ourselves. And it leads to some detrimental times and I don't want anybody else to be there. You know what I mean? Um, um, um it's scary when you feel like you don't have another person to connect to or you don't have anybody that can understand you or what you're going through you know that can lead to a very dark path so I believe in checking in with yourself pause the episode I promise I will be right here as soon as you get back go ahead take your time take your time it's important check in I'll be right here I hope that felt great. Um, yeah, checking in yourself with yourself is, like, big time. You need to do it. Um, it's just how you find peace. It's how you work on you. It's it's how we conquer, like, all these things in the world. We feel like we're so burdened, like, you know? We fight. We fight hard by checking in with us and making sure we're okay. we our cup, right? So... um. Now that we got the checking out of the way, I wanted to take the time to really talk about something important. I hope, first of all, let me ask, does everybody know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month, right? And it's about bringing the awareness to mental health and yada, 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 giving people no, like, information, yada, yada, yada. I say that because it's, like, really buzzwordy, right? Like, everybody throws out the word mental health, mental health, mental health. It's so common now. Um, everybody knows mental uh, uh, health disorders and anxiety, depression, bipolar, like, ADHD, ADA, ADD. Like, it's really a hot topic, right? Um, has some political tyings, has some, like, different controversial, like, you know, situations cases yada yada attached to it but I feel like a lot of stigma negativity is, is really attached to mental health but nobody's really properly defined things and categorized things um so I felt like you know what I really wanted to dedicate an episode to that and what better month than May right like what better time than now all the other great ideas i had for the episode this weekend they can wait like this is of importance like this is what this podcast is about right (laughs) so it just makes sense so and 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 that's why this episode is coming out later i just want to let you guys know like i I was toiling with the ideas and i really didn't have time to like sit down and sort through them so thank god for the slow morning this morning right (laughs) but um I really want to talk about mental health and define some things. So, let's do that today. Let's define what mental health is and have that conversation. Okay? I think it's time. I think it's time. Okay, okay. Where's this intro music? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Mind your business. Mind your business. All right, let's have the conversation. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. I'm real hype. I love when I plan an episode out and like I have notes and stuff because it makes me feel like I'm doing a little lecture, you know what I'm saying, or a little TED Talk because, guys, that's my dream. I really want to do a TED Talk. But, like, I have to get over my little my little stage fright and, and you know... Get my diction together so that I'm a great orator, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yes, I feel like I'm doing a TED Talk today and I'm so excited about it. Because uh, this, this is what I love to do. This is what I love to I love to, I love to do monologues. I love to talk to people. Uh, that's why I host this by myself. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. But sometimes when I am recording this, it does feel like I'm doing like a monologue with myself. And you got to motivate yourself, you know? Okay, but anyway, we're here to talk about mental health today. We're here to talk about mental health, like I mentioned earlier. Totally a buzzword, mental health, um, that everyone uses, but very, very few actually understand or try to understand. Right? It's thrown around, but barely know anybody really knows what it t- like, what it what it means, what what the numbers are. Rarely do people know like. The basics, the fundamentals, you know, the foundation of what mental health is. They make it this really big spooky thing and have everybody walking around, like, you know, having this, like, I I call it, like, little hysteria about mental health. I'm guilty of it as well, right? I'm somebody who has a mental disorder and I still have my own prejudice and, uh, um, my own prejudice about people with certain disorders that I'm even working through. You know what I'm saying? So, it's very common. Um... For just all these things to be surrounded by mental health, but people really lack knowledge of what it is, what it entails, all that stuff like that. So, you know your girl likes statistics. You know I like to have some data. So, here we are. Um, And this is coming from the National Alliance on Mental Health. Uh, One in five adults have some type of mental illness. Okay? Okay. One out of five adults have some type of mental illness. And yes, there's a difference between mental illness and mental health. That is important to know, okay? We'll get to that later. Um, one in 20 adults have symptoms that have, can make their life difficult to live um, because of that. That makes sense, y'all? One in 20 adults have symptoms that make life difficult to live Like, they have symptoms of mental... Okay. I I I feel like I made that clear, though. Okay. Um, more than half of us, half of us adults, will be diagnosed with some type of mental illness. Okay. Most people, though, go undiagnosed due to stigma, denial, or access to resources. If you know, you know. you know what I mean like if you know you know like I said earlier mental health is a very buzzword you know whatever but nobody's really talking about it like like people are talking about mental health and and And, you know, having the conversations, but they're not having the conversations, right? Like, they're not having the action behind it. Like, there's actually a mental health crisis going on right now. And it's being talked about, but it's not being acted upon. It's not being talked about, right? Like, let's be honest. Once COVID happened, mental health became such a bigger thing because we were all now isolated or put into different situations or thrown into, uh, around in different ways and we all felt all unbalanced. There was a shift in everyone's life. So, yeah, mental health has now gone up. The concern for people's mental health has now gone up. Let me say that. Those that are finding that there might be some symptoms of mental illness has now increased. Right? So so I say that to say mental health affects everyone. Right? There is like no particular demographic or there's no particular like country or space that exists where where mental health does not affect does not affect everybody. It does. Right? Because your mental health is the state of mind it's a state of mind. It's the place of where your brain is and where, where, you're, where you're rested, where you're grounded as an individual, right, as a being. Um, your mental health is your emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Um, that's everything outside of your physical. Just like your physical health, if you don't take care of it, you, know, you can become sick, you can become hurt, you can become broken right like if you break your arm and you don't take care of that it can lead to deeper medical problems your mental health is 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 taking care of all these things around you and if you don't take care of it something inside of you might break and fixing something internally takes a different process than when it's when it's external you know what i mean so um yeah if you don't take care of your emotions or govern your feelings do the work it can affect your cognitive function because again mental health is about your brain health Um, it's important at every stage of your life right like, like it's important at every stage of your life. 75% of mental health problems appear by the age of 24. I was about, mm, I think, I want to say I was about 22. I had just turned 22. 21, 22 years old when I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, and then they say, like, you can see signs earlier on. You see that more in your teenage years but like by 24 most likely if you if you're actually like diagnosed that would be the time right like, right like it it's very like early on like once you fully like have quote unquote developed as a human um you know out of your adolescent years basically right so, in childhood, uh, so, so, you know, I broke it down. There's childhood, there's your teenage years, it's, uh, your middle age and your older, older age. So, I wanted to break that down. Again, to show that mental health affects all ages, all races, all, 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 all people. Doesn't matter who you are, what you are, who you serve, anything. Mental health is something that, that we all need as human beings to take care of, right? So, in childhood, uh, With good mental health, you can reach milestones, grow social skills, learn and enjoy life. Kids will overreact, okay? Kids will overreact because, again, they've only been here for so long. They've only have digested so much information from from their surroundings. They will overreact, and that is normal. They're still comprehending what feelings are. It's normal. It's normal. It's our job as the adults in their life, though, and the ones that care over them to help mold them into keeping, you know, you know, and learning how to uh, check their emotions or understand their emotions, not to help them ignore it or to pacify it. You know, (laughs) that's why they say when children have neglect, they don't know how to deal with their emotions because there's nobody around. That they trust that can help them to 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 understand these things. You know, you know? So so those are things to look out for in childhood. Uh, uh, uh it, but but can, it's also not the kids that are orphans that that might have lost their parents or the kids that are in foster care or whatever like that are the only kids that we need to watch. There's kids that are in two parent households that we also need to pay attention to when it comes to their 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 mental health and make sure that they're exercising it the right way. That they're being able to be expressive. They're able to 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 take care of their feelings, right? Okay. So the next level of our life is uh teens and young adults. Now I work with teens all day. And I'm still low-key a young adult. Um, but they say in teens, your teenage years are said to be your hardest. I don't know why it seems like everybody's teenagers are so rough. You know, but you got hormones. And things are changing. Roles are changing. You're getting more responsibilities. Uh, you're questioning um, 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 identity. Um, you're becoming... Who you want to be. You're exploring. Uh, You're starting to get more of an awareness of who you are. You might like that. You might not like that. And then peer pressure is crazy. I remember peer peer pressure as a kid. And, and, you know, I remember, like, you know, doing things like stuffing my bra because I wanted to have boobs like all the other girls. Like, stuff like that. And and, And even, like, you know... Feeling pressure to do certain things. Like, I I remember that. To be this certain individual, I remember that as a kid. Kids nowadays have this urge to be an adult and this peer pressure and social media. That's a whole nother, like, take on mental health. That's all that that I I feel like they no longer have the ability to, like, really calm down. And and to think things through. Like, and and to, like, be themselves, honestly. Anxiety is so common when it comes to to teenagers. Um, And it's because it's like... This, this need to be this. I have to be this. The world's telling me I have to be this, so I have to be this. And these kids just spiral out of control. I promise you, like, a lot of the reason why work was so hard this year dealing with these kids is that they had so many emotions, so many feelings, and they did not know how to cover them. They did not know how to, like, you know, take a breather and, like, sit down like they're so high strung and it made me feel high strung because it's like a wild roller coaster you're taking with them if they let you win you know and a lot of the anxiety they're facing is because they're feeling like they have to be these certain individuals or they have to define who they are by the age of 13 and I'm like Man, that's sad. Or some of them had to grow up so early because of situations, and you're like, man, that's so sad. Or the way that they talk about each other, um, you know, on social media, the way that they engage with each other, the way they're so mean with each other, and they're like, oh, it's just joking. It's just so sad. They're so sensitive to things, but yet they're so disconnected. Right, Like a lot of our kids they're so sensitive to the world and things around them, and they want to advocate for so many things, and you know, I'm an adult, like I'm all that I can be, but then they're so disconnected from the world and how to how to deal with things, how to do the basic work, right it's 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 really like wow to witness um but again, learning years. Um, learning years when we come to our middle age life, you know, they call it a midlife crisis for a reason. Uh, it's, it's 40 to 60. To me, I, I don't look towards it as being a crisis, but also I'm not middle age yet, so I might change that. But it's a turning point for people, right? You're either raising kids or you're finishing raising kids, you know, you're caring for a parent. Uh, you might be restless in your job or some relationships. You know, you've been on these, these these jobs and you've been with these around these certain people for years and years and years. And you might now be like, whoo, I need to change, you know. Uh, uh, I need to shake things up a little bit, you know. Uh, but you start care- From what I hear, <laughs> from what I research, a lot of individuals in their middle age start caring less about what others think. Now, there are some of those outliers who care too much still um but there's some people who build confidence and happiness, new hobbies, a new version of themselves uh, a a second a second wind in their in their middle age you know you hear people say thirty i mean uh thirties are the new twenties or forties are the new twenties or whatever like that I don't think in that aspect it's like you know that it's just a new it's a new phase and it's a it's a renewal. You know, we're evolving. I feel every every chunk of years that we, we uh every couple of decades that we enter into, you know, every phase of our life is, is like a new wind of life and a new chapter to do something completely uh different to to live a whole different life, you know. That's just that's what I believe. Um but anyway, um in the in the last group is older age. This is sixty plus uh, now, when it comes to mental health in the older uh, age realm, from from what the research I looked at, a lot of times the mental health of of older individuals can be affected by health conditions, life events such as divorce, death of loved ones, um, uh, 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 retirement, um, um, loneliness. Um, depression is really common around older individuals. A lot of people do not pay attention to that, right? A lot of people uh, don't really associate that with older individuals. Yes, our teens are depressed and have a lot of anxiety or are going through a lot of things as well. But we have to acknowledge that a lot of our older individuals um, are also dealing with some things Um not all, but some, you know, there's also the fear of death, um, you know, in older years, making sure you have all your affairs in order, making sure that, that you, you know, find peace and that you're feeling this, that, and the third in in your life, you know, a lot of, uh mental health issues are viewed as mental declines in older individuals or the normal signs of aging where some that that's not normal that there's no there's no research that proves that that's normal or that's always the case like um you know still check on your older individuals not saying all because there are some older individuals who are out here living their best lives um my grandmother is eighty something years old, and she is still living a great life she's traveling she um she she's living and she went through a very traumatic loss when she lost my grandfather. She had been with him since she was a young girl and and you know they grew old together they literally were the definition of growing old together and having a big family and you know that that was the love of her i mean the love of her life and when he passed, she was so broken hearted And she would tell us for a long time, like, she's just waiting how much she missed him so. And that she's just waiting for it to go, you know, be with him and join him and stuff like that. And she's still here. You know, most people, after the love of their life passed, they passed. You know, by a broken heart, but my grandmother is still here. She, she, she's still grateful for life. Every year, she's grateful for life. She's grateful for our family. She's grateful for her grandchildren and and and, and her children and the legacy of her family that she's built. My grandmother is black excellence. She's black excellence. Um, she is the strongest black woman that I know. And 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 she. Is in her 80s and she still fights to be here. And that's what I feel like mental health is. It's fighting it's making sure you're okay. You're fighting to be here. You're fighting to make sure that you that you're here another year and you're here another day. And that you're laying your ground and you're laying your legacy for your life and for your family. And that you can that you can you can live in the labor. That you built, you know what I'm saying? Your fruits. You can live in your fruits. You know what I mean? Like that. that is the most beautiful thing that I've ever witnessed in my life. That my grandmother, when I talk to her, I, I get to see a chunk of her life. And I feel her spirit. And she uplifts me even when I'm in the darkest place. Because she she's surviving and living and thriving. It's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful thing to experience. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and, and, and that's why I believe in everybody that we can, we can take care of ourselves. We can take care of ourselves. The only thing that stands in our way of taking care of our mental health is, is the, is the negative stories that we associate with it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's what stops us from really caring for our mind on top of other things. But the first self thing about it is we stop ourselves because of our thinking. Because what our mind has fixated on uh, uh, around mental health. Here's the thing. Mental health is not the same thing as mental illness. Let me say that again. Let me say it real Let me get the microphone real close. Let me say that again. Mental health is not the same thing as mental illness. Okay? Mental illness is a medical problem that comes from not having good mental health, of not taking care of your health, of not. Having your mental health be a priority, whether that is by chance or by fault. You know what I'm saying? They are not the same. Mental illness is a health problem that has a large effect on thinking, actions, and emotions. It's a medical problem. Just like heart disease. Just like if you don't take care of yourself in a physical way and you you develop heart disease and it affects your heart physically it's the same concept mental illness is usually derived from genes um family history brain chemical imbalances um something that happened in the womb whether that is there was drug use or something in that nature uh that that happened while you were in the womb physical trauma to the body um or to the brain, physical and mental abuse. People who are brainwashed, yeah, they're going to develop a mental illness because their their minds have been manipulated. They've been abused uh, and, 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 and taken advantage of, you know? Or overuse of drugs and alcohol. Medical problems can onset mental illness as well. They said most people who have thyroid disease or, you know, whatever like that, deal with a heavy amount of depression, because it seems like it, everything is—it it just seems like ugh, everything's so stressful and, and and hopeless, and and it can c- increase your depression, and and mm, di- you can dive into a deeper hole. Um, um, mental illness is uh, categorized in uh, four four different types of, uh, of, of disorders, right? Um, um, there's mood disorders, anxiety disorder disorders, personality disorders, and psychotic disorders um mood disorders are you know like the you know the main one I think about the most is is bipolar disorder because you know I deal with that myself um and then you have anxiety disorders which are uh you know. Social anxiety, yada, yada, Any, anything with anxiety in it. Um, personality disorders, where you have like borderline personality disorder, a narcissistic disorder. Um, and psychotic disorders would be something like um, schizophrenia. Um, the last one, the last disorder, psychotic disorder, is... The one that is usually seen as the scariest. The one that I feel like gets monster monsterized. Did I say that right? Monsterized. Yeah, I'm making it up. Monsterized um, as the face of mental health, right? When people usually think of mental health, why they associate, associate it so closely to mental illness, I believe is because they automatically think of psychotic disorders. Um... Again, as I said, as somebody who who has a mental disorder right um, I myself have found myself being um prejudiced towards those who might might have a psychotic disorder, kind of thinking that my disorder was like uh it wasn't that much or it was not that extreme or having some type of feeling of, uh, being superior because uh, at least I'm not like, you know, having to be on meds and stuff like that. And I had to tell myself, um, that's, you know, who am I to judge anybody? You know? Um, I think, I, I, I thank God and I'm very grateful that that is not my struggle, that I have to be on medication every day or that I have a psych, uh, a psychotic disorder or that I have a personality disorder, anything of that nature, um. I thank God for that, but it doesn't make my struggle w- with keeping, you know, my mind right or or really taking care of my mental. It doesn't make it any easier for me. You know, we're we're all we're all out here just trying to keep afloat. So for me to even take that approach and to have that type of prejudice over somebody else's disorder that I seem to be deemed as more like quote unquote crazy or violent. It's just disrespectful. And I had to check myself a lot about that time. A lot about that a lot. And 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 you know mental health is talked about. Again, it's talked about a lot, but it's also wrapped around a lot of stigmas, a lot of stereotypes, a lot of, um, a lot of ugliness that really stops a lot of people from getting diagnosed when you really think about it. Uh uh in the black household, in the black community, we in in the brown community, we don't really talk about mental health. We don't talk about taking care of ourselves. We we make jokes about it or we push it off or we say, ah, oh, that's just that uncle or that's just that aunt or you know, you know man man, he just a little he just a little crazy, you know, you know, but he you know, but no, like we, we pacify these things and we look over these things because because it's unknown to us. Um it's it's not quote unquote normal for us it's 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 um not available for us you know so i want to talk about stigmas real quick um on mental health because i feel like if we clear up this ignorance and we we make people more aware of things um it will help us to be able to understand our minds more and the curiosity of how to make this place better of how to uh, uh, uh to change our cognitive of thinking and, and to be able to solve a lot of the issues that we're having as humanity, right? Sorry, y'all had to give me some water. <clears throat> okay. So, this is how it usually goes when it comes to uh, stigma. Let me... Stigma often comes from the lack of understanding or fear. Inaccurate or misleading media representations of mental health... A mental illness, I'm sorry, contribute to both those factors, right? Like, usually when they're talking about mental health or mental illness, they're usually showing, like, the worst example of a human being. They're usually a violent, super violent person, right? Or, like, they're just throwing all the disorders at them, and it's like, really? Like, they had all seven of them? Like, you know, it's just very, like, hmm. Okay? Um, um, There was a review of studies on stigma that showed. That showed. While the public may accept the medical and genetic nature of a mental health disorder and the need for treatment, many people still have a negative view of those with mental illness. That's what like I said. I will say it again and say it all the time. Mental health is being talked about. Mel- mental illness is being talked about. But it's not really being talked about. Meaning that people aren't really acknowledging the severity of the things. And 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 they want to use it when it when it serves a purpose right? Whether that be political, whether that be, um, 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 race related whatever it is you know it's used for certain situations but it's really not talked about how to help and heal our people right now right so public stigma involves the negative or uh, discriminatory attitudes that others have about mental illness right self stigma refers to the negative attitudes including internalized shame that people with mental illness have about their own condition, and then there's the institutionalized stigma um, involving policies of government and private organizations that intentionally or unintentionally limit opportunities for people with mental illness. Um, an example would be um, lower funding for a mental illness research or fewer mental health services um, related to other related to other healthcare. Stigma doesn't just affect a person who has mental illness or who deals with it. It's their family as well. And and it just becomes a, a big thing every day. Something adds to it. So it's like, here's an example of, of a stereotype or whatever like that. People with mental illness are dangerous, incompetent, to blame for their disorder or unpredictable, right? That's how the public views uh, people with mental disorder sometimes. So, me and myself, I'm gonna look at myself as I'm a dangerous, incompetent person, and I am to blame for what I'm going through. And then, institutionally, stereotypes are embedded in laws and others in institu- um, institutions, right? Um, the discrimination comes that now people will try to not give a job to me or, or or not rent to me or or you know the healthcare system doesn't really accommodate people who can't afford the help. Here, listen, so and here's why I say I'm grateful to God. Um y'all know how I feel about my therapist, right? I love Aisha. That is my girl, right? Like it's my girl. Um but for reasons that I don't understand, she wants to leave insurance. She has, her own public pra- she has her own private practice, and she wants to leave dealing with people's insurance because she was like, you know, it's a headache that you wouldn't believe. I don't believe. I, I, and, and not in a negative way, like, I don't believe because I don't know, right? I can't even fathom to understand what it is to deal with insurance because I'm still trying to learn, you know, insurance and how all of it works myself for my for my own life, right? So I can't imagine it being attached to having a business, And she told me like, yeah, so she was like, um, so I'm leaving blue Cross, blue cross, blue shield. And she was like, you know, um, you know, it would have to end up, uh, our sessions would end up coming out of pocket. And I'm thinking like one girl, you're not even gonna ask if I'm gonna leave. And like, Go find another therapist. Like, she just knows I love her that much. And it's like, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, Aisha, girl. You know you're my friend. Um, And then it was like, okay. And it was like, two like, wow. Let me think of how much you're out of, out of pocket. That's $200, y'all. That's $200. That's $200. And I get it. Paying her what she's owed, you know. But, like, Blue Cars, Blue Shirt, what did you do to my girl that she don't want to be like connected with y'all no more. What did y'all do? Also like, why is mental health care not free? And then the people who are doing the work are still compensated. I know that doesn't make sense, y'all. I know. I'm just saying like there and and, and again, like I said, I'm grateful because I have the means to pay out of pocket. I'm just frugal, and and I'm also paying for a wedding in, in you know the next coming months. So I'm frugal right now. But I'm just saying, like, imagine if somebody was in my position and they no longer, and and they had to keep their Blue Cross Blue Shield, and they needed desperately to keep their therapy with her. I believe she'll work it out with them. But two hundred dollars out of pocket, anything out of pocket, you know can be detrimental to them and they feel like, well, what if I can't pay this no more? And start to spiral. Da, 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 da. And 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 those are the type of things that we just need to fix when it comes to our health care and things of that nature. That's that's what I believe. Um, media doesn't do a great job of showing um mental health in the greatest light all the time. Um, that is for certain. A lot of stigmas that come, like I said, that come from um the way mental health mental illness is portrayed in the media oftentimes is very violent it's negative and it doesn't help because it's harmful to people who are also um who 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 have mental disorders it's harmful to those who are connected to people who have mental disorders it's harmful for their health uh for their self-hope um 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 for for people who have negative opinions around them and take that as a uh as a reason to then inflict violence upon them. Like it's just very harmful when you put out misinf- when you when you put out false information or, or misconstrue some information, right? It can cause a, a certain type of feelings to arise and it's just not healthy. Um Shoot, we all see it now with the whole Jamie Foxx thing, you know. Um for 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 days, for for, for 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 days, for weeks. People have been saying like uh you know, pray for Jamie Foxx, like he suddenly fell ill, and then people were saying like his family says they're preparing for the worst and like the media is just spreading all these things around and then his daughter comes out and says, Um, my dad is dead, he's been out of the hospital for weeks. He actually was playing pickleball. Like, what are y'all talking about? Like That's deadly. And the media often does that with a lot of things. Like, a lot of things are misconstrued and put out there um, with, with such false information that sometimes it feels like none of this world is real. Let me be honest with you, yo. Let me be honest with you. A lot of the times, I look out into this world and it just doesn't feel like it's a real place. It just does not feel like... Like, like life is existing in the way it is. Because there's so much craziness going on. Like, it makes no type of sense. But yet, you know, it's like, this is our world. It seems like the world is such a negative place. And it's like, how are we supposed to, as a society, as a nation, as a world, as a global, global, like, unit, supposed to... Get ourselves in the right mindset to live our lives to our fullest potential, and 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 to to restore ourselves and heal ourselves. If there's so much negativity around us so much stuff on a daily basis that's infiltrating our minds and making us feel like we're not enough or, or or that we're not significant or or that that we don't belong here or that we're terrible human beings or that nobody deserves this and somebody doesn't deserve that or dispute hate to one another how is anybody supposed to revive their mental health how is anybody supposed to feel connected how is anybody supposed to be restored if 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 we are spreading the wrong messages out there on a constant basis at the tap of a fingertip, you know? These are the things that we have to explore. These are the things that we have to um, feel inside of ourselves. This is it. Because you can exist in this world. You can exist in this world, right? You can ignore your mental health. You can ignore um, the stamina that you need to build for your mental health to, to run this race in this life, right? To, to, to endure everything that life is going to happen because li- life is going to life. That's just what life is supposed to do. It's supposed to life. It's your job to walk through it and, 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 and to find your way to push through and fulfill it. But if you don't take the time to nurture yourself and fill your cup up and fill you, then you won't even be able to fulfill that. (sighs) Mental health is about taking care of your mind. Your mind needs to be strong. Your body needs to be strong to live on this earth. It's health. It's the importance of you. It is your job. When you neglect your body it fails on you. It fades. When you neglect your mind it declines on you. It deteriorates. We have to gird ourselves with the proper information. We have to open our minds and become more aware of ourselves and those who are around us. We have to break the stigma and start looking at each other as human beings. Flawed human beings who all had the chance and the ability And the right to be mentally healthy, to be mentally free, and to heal, especially my black and brown community, because we don't have the resources. We lack the information. We're told that it's not for us. And all that we have endured and all that we've carried, we need it the most. And that's not a dig. And that ain't no shade. That's just real life. We as a people, if we start to heal our mind and our thinking, start taking care of ourselves as a community and come together, we can really walk in our full purpose. You gotta take care of you it starts with you taking care of you <laughs> <clears throat> Woo! Woo! conversation was hot y'all yeah. but mental health is that important to me and y'all already know that I thank y'all Every week for listening, I thank you for spreading the word. I thank you for every like, every post, every share. It is so very great to do this work. um uh, You know, I, I look to be doing this for 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 a long time and to keep spreading the message and keep fighting the message. And you know, I know it will hit the right people and that it will bring people together and that it's encouraging. And that I'm doing what I'm called to do and my purpose. I just got to be a lot less scared of it, you know? <laughs> but I'm so grateful for all of you guys who helped me spread the word. Blah, blah, blah. Love and always um, hit us up on social media. We are on TikTok at MindYoBusinessPod. Um, we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and underscore Mind Yo Biz B-I-Z-Z, yes. And if you want to email, you definitely can at Mental mind biz, B-I-Z, at gmail.com. Um go into the rest of this week with high hopes and and high spirits because there's already enough negativity going around, y'all. We don't need to add more burden and stress on ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Trials will come, but they're only to make us strong. Hey, so I told you all I've been in a really, really, really good mood lately, and um, I've been looking at life from a different perspective and feeling lighter lately. And I, and I pray that everybody else gets to feel that 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 same type of feeling and fulfillment, um, and clarity, and 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 things of that nature, so that we all can just survive the rest of our days, and not just survive. Let me take that back. Can live out our days, live out our purpose, and find peace even when our when, even when it's troubled you know um, I'm taking care of me I'm taking care of me and I can't I can't run a mental health podcast and, and, and neglect myself right and neglect all the things that I need to do and and with all the things that I preach out to y'all right that would make me a hypocrite right um, and that wouldn't make me honest with myself so I'm doing the work with me and then I'm praying that it reaches everybody else and that y'all can do it um, as always y'all, Remember, your mind is your business. Take care of you. Love you. I love you. Be blessed.